Isaac Sims. Joining me, he just stole a bike. It's Walter Lyle. (laughs) She just filled up seven bowls of cat food to come record this podcast. It's Olivia Clement. It was six. It wasn't seven. Relax. Did he, no, did he have? I didn't count how no, many. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was saying that I I was going along with a bit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, this whole podcast really is a bit. <laughs> did y'all notice that the picture when he goes to see Louise in Little Rock? Shout out Little Rock. Um, he picks up the picture of Dorothy and, or no, 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 the the picture of his daughter, Wendy, mm-hmm. and the cat is in the picture. Yes. And then you realize he took, he's had the cat, like mm-hmm. the cat was a part of their family. Mm-hmm. And then he had the cat whenever yep. they split up. And I was like, oh, that's so sad. I didn't notice that the first time. Yeah. Good catch. Good catch. Good catch. Thanks. We're talking Mississippi grind today. This is, um, this isn't the first movie from, Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden, the um, directors of Captain Marvel, what they're most famously known for. Um, but this movie is like one of the most quintessential Southern flyover movies that we've covered in a long time. And um, it's two, two, just two dudes gambling across the South. It's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Mm-hmm. What'd y'all think about this movie? I really liked it. I, I think I liked it more than I was expecting to. Uh, I I think we've talked about it before on here of just like Ryan Reynolds seems to play the same character. And in a way, yes, he kind of was still playing that same character. But I think that there was more depth and he was more dynamic in this as this character than mm-hmm. he has been in anything I've seen him in in a really long time. So... So I, I really loved that. And then Ben Mendelsohn is, is fantastic. I, I love him so much. And, mm-hmm. and so all in all, I thought it was really good. I, I was shocked that we started out in Iowa. I was like, <laughs> this isn't Mississippi, Iowa. And you, so it, it took me back to uh, left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Iowa. <laughs> Looks like Iowa. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just. I don't know. It was it was just funny that we started on and, and but we like traveled across all these flyover states throughout the whole thing. And so that was mm-hmm. that was fun. And, and I did love the little little rock segment because it showed all these like showed like the bridge and all this stuff that's like I know where all those places are. And so mm-hmm. that was always exciting to me. So they go yeah. from from how do you say how do you say was it Dubu I'm how do you say the town in Iowa that they were in? Oh, I don't know. Des Moines? No, it was it was like De, Dubuque or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah. You're. I have no idea. So they go from there to St. Louis, from St. Louis to Memphis, from Memphis to Little Rock, and then from Little Rock to Louisiana, uh, uh, New, New Orleans. Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's like pound for pound the most uh, southern cities. I feel like kind of like yeah, the best ones. Over, so, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, the good ones. So yeah, um, yeah, Little Rock. You get there. So do y'all remember? Do y'all remember seeing it when they get to Little Rock? They do. There's a sign that says "Doze Eat Place." Yes. So that's a really famous. Apparently, that's like the best steak in Little Rock, or mm. like purportedly mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, nice. So that's downtown. 
Do you remember seeing the tower with like the weird kind of like dome? Yes. Around mm-hmm. it. That's in South Little Rock. That's south of that's a, like around Asher Road. Um south of the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. So they got okay. like some really cool, interesting I uh, was, location shots. Yeah, I was wondering where that was because I was like, I don't I've never seen that, but if it's South Little Rock, I don't I haven't spent a lot of time in South Little Rock. So yeah. Understandable. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I, cause I remember watching it and he mentions it pretty early on. I have a, I have a daughter. She's with her mom in little rock. And I was like, Oh shoot. And then I was like, Oh shoot. They're like went to, to little rock. So mm-hmm. yeah. Cool moment. Yep. Um, so this movie is about addiction to gambling and I wanted to kind of kick it off by letting our therapist, our resident therapist, I don't know, like, what did you think about, I know that we said we were talking about specifically Ryan Reynolds' performance and Ben Mendelsohn's great, and Ben mm-hmm. Mendelsohn shows up in Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden's later movie, Captain Marvel as a scroll, spoilers, mm-hmm. um, but... He, both performances are really good. I would say that like Ryan Reynolds performance is more interesting or his, his character is more interesting than Ben Mendelsohn's, but Ben Mendelsohn's performance is better and like really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, I mean, have you ever, have you ever like had sessions with anyone addicted to gambling or, um, I don't know. How did you kind of interpret the the performances? So, and they're different. So, like they have very different manifestations of like, yeah, in a, a, an addiction to gambling. Yeah. So, so gambling addiction, I fully believe is a real thing. People are like, you can't be addicted, but you absolutely can be. Um, there is this. I mean, it sort of is this high that you get when you're gambling. Uh, There's there's like what's called um, reinforcement schedules and there's different types of reinforcement schedules. And the one that that yields the most result, like the results you typically want is I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically saying. It's just completely random. So you just keep going and going until you you get it. Um, And that is gambling. You don't know if you're ever going to hit the jackpot, jackpot, but you know it could be the next one or it could be the next one. So you keep trying and trying and trying until you you actually hit it. Um, and, And so because of that, desperation thrill both whatever you want to call it that's that's how people get so deep into gambling um with this character the character of gary jerry it's jerry jerry, jerry. his wife married but to say the man who replaced him is gary jerry ben mendelson's character i think i i think he his portrayal of someone who is a gambling addict is is pretty spot on it seems to be 
He's coming from this place of a, of desperation. He's always basically looking for his next fix. You know, like if you think about someone who struggles with uh, alcohol, a u- like use or any sort of substance abuse, they get really desperate. So they they steal money. They bar they borrow money. I'm gonna pay you back. I promise. I'm gonna pay you back. I'll, I'll get it back to you. Uh, they, they sell, like they, they, you know, they go to pawn shops and, you know, pawn off all their goods that are worth anything to get their next fix. And that's, I mean, we see him do that multiple times. He, Mm -hmm. his trip to Little Rock, while I do think he cares about his daughter, it was less about seeing his daughter and more about knowing his ex-wife has a stack of cash hit away yeah and that hasn't changed throughout the entirety of their you know marriage or post-marriage and so he was like if i can if i can get in there and get that money we'll be fine Mm -hmm. um and so so i yeah there's there's this desperation and here's the deal like he talks about how he's not a good guy and people who who have addictions like this are not bad people right like the brain chemistry has like been altered so so they are not who they were prior to the addiction mm-hmm. and i think that's something that's important to to think about and think through because i think it's really easy to to be bitter and angry and it, f- fair enough like i think about the the scene with his ex-wife and she when she catches him stealing the money and you can tell she's just like, man, we have been through this so many times again. She's tired and And it's like the first time in the movie you're like, this guy's like pathetic. (laughs) Like, and it's, it's like actually sad. Yeah. It's like, man, this is, this is a just deep desperation. And yeah, you, you see how, how truly far, gone he is with this Mm -hmm. and and i don't think we view of it view gambling addiction the same way we view like addiction to some sort of substance uh like alcohol or um you know meth or whatever like we don't view it the same way and it's different right like it's it's kind of like smoking cigarettes like it's legal that doesn't mean uh that doesn't mean it's, it's necessarily helpful or beneficial to someone. Like someone who smoked too many cigarettes? Smoked too many cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Love the John Mulaney references in our podcast. Yep. yep. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm kind of rambling at this point. But yeah, it's, I, I don't work with addiction very often. Uh, the few times I have, it's... It's typically really sad to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's well, and it's cool too. And the thing that I was, because the first time I don't even remember the, the context in which I first watched this movie. I've forgotten that it was an A24 movie. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like whenever it, that popped up. Um, and it was in 2015. So that was kind of when they were on the earlier end of cranking out some unique, like notable movies. Mm-hmm. But um I don't yeah, I just remember watching it being like, it's kind of cool that like I'd never seen a movie like that that was just small scale with really, really good performances, really good direction, and it felt 
real, like mm-hmm. a like a not not documentary, but it felt like a These movie real about people. real people. Yeah, yeah. And um, the thing that kept me really engaged was just like. These, these are the same, these people have the same problem, but they're dealing with, with it, with their problem differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of realize that Ryan got, uh, I don't keep saying Gosling. Ryan Reynolds yeah, okay. is. Finish your thought. Sorry. Ryan Reynolds is basically like, he likes to play, but also he claims that he likes to play. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's kind of good at it at the beginning of the movie. But you realize that he just wants the next he wants the next thing he wants the high like Mm -hmm. addicts want the high no matter what um of the next thing like you were saying like the reinforcement you don't know is coming um or you don't know when it's coming but he goes about it in a very different way he's not desperate he's just like i just gotta have it you know Mm -hmm. like because because it's fun not because it's necessarily desperate the -hmm. way that ben Mendelssohn's character is I two things two thoughts one I think it's hilarious that you keep saying Gosling because the whole time I was like he he looks like he's trying to cosplay Ryan Gosling because Ryan Gosling has like that same like facial hair in a lot of his movies and so the whole time I was like this is Ryan Gosling's facial hair put on Ryan Reynolds yep so that was my first thing second thing I would argue that that Curtis Ryan Reynolds character is also desperate. It's just not as obvious. I, yes. I don't think it's yeah, as yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah, as like yeah, parent, yeah. but you see how lonely he is. He's, he's desperate for a connection. Um, he, I mean, you see him sleep with at least three different women in this movie and if that's the, like, just a regular occurrence for him, he's desperate for connection. He wants to be close to someone, mm-hmm. but he is fearful of vulnerability or intimacy or what, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and so they're both desperate, just in very different ways. Yep. Walter, are you going to say something? Nope. Um, <laughs> this was one of... I looked back through like what is when you think of Ryan Reynolds, what's like the main the main performance that you think of? Deadpool. I was about to say Deadpool. And it's it's just funny because like you look at Mississippi, you look at his entire filmography and you're like, man, pretty, pretty spotty. Pretty like not not the best. Honestly, but, yeah. Um have you all seen Adventureland? Mm-mm. No. Adventureland's on on our flavor film country list because it's kind of it's like a little bit like um dazed and confused but a little bit more um in, introspective. Mm-hmm. Uh I really love it. I think it's really really good. But he plays a very interesting character and I think it might be his best performance. Um but I think Mississippi Grind is one of his best performances overall. He's also in The Proposal and Just Friends, which are Wait, he's in The Proposal? Really? I didn't know that. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) they're... Whatever. Since this is an audio-only podcast, uh, 
I just received the bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Olivia. Keep going. He was in Turbo. Do y'all remember Turbo? He was in Turbo. He was Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not only was he in Turbo. I'm sorry. I'm just really annoyed with you from that comment. Sorry. It's fine. But uh, I think, well, I remember, I do remember from the proposal that, um, at the end when they're doing like the, they're like basically interviewing each other about, or they're, no, they're interviewing, telling the camera about each other and how they fell in love. And then she's like, I'm always paranoid that I'm going to like fart in my sleep or something. And then it cuts to him and he's like, she farts in her sleep all the time. Like, it's just really bad. It's it's becoming a problem. I need to tell her. And uh, I, that's like what I remember from the proposal. That's the one thing you re- you don't remember. I've only seen it once. Okay. I've only seen it once. I'm sorry. It's fine. I feel like Olivia is like actually mad. <laughs> like you're not, just, you're, you're not play just, acting mad right now. No, I am kind of annoyed because I was going like, <laughs> to okay, talk sorry. about, no, it's fine. Um, I was going to talk about how I feel like he should be in more rom-coms. That's where, that's what yes. I was going. That's what I was getting at before I got a snide remark. Yep. Um, hey, I'm just going to own it. And you know what? I'm not a good person. Just like, <laughs> just like Ben Mendelsohn oh and Mississippi gosh. Grind. Oh, oh my gosh. I have a problem. Uh, For once, <sighs> it wasn't me who interrupted Olivia and said something snarky. <laughs> so I'm I'm reveling in that right now. Mm-hmm. Olivia and I are best friends right now. We are best friends right now. We're excluding Isaac from our friendship. United against United <laughs> against Isaac. Yeah, that's right. Man, I can't get over. He was in Turbo. That's crazy. He was also in Blade Trinity. I haven't seen Blade 2 or 3 yet. Wow. I haven't seen any of the Blade movies, so whatever. I think we had a great time watching yeah. Blade. Only the first one, I feel like, is the the one to watch from what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Um, anyway. Olivia, rom-com question. Rom-com, what? Ryan Gosling, Venn Diagram, Olivia. <laughs> what? I'm making a Venn Diagram. Uh, definitely, maybe. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I was just looking at that on on IMDb. I have not seen it. Who's in it? There's a lot of people in it, isn't there? Ryan Reynolds, uh, of course. Abigail Breslin, Elizabeth Banks, Isla Fisher, Rachel Rachel Weisz, and I forgot about it. And Kevin Klein. It's crazy. What a what a cast. It's a great. It's a great movie. I like it. It's on I, Amazon. Oh, good to know. Here's what I was going to say. I was going to say he should be in more rom-coms. I think that he he's really charming. And I think that's like part of his overall appeal just in Mm -hmm. general. I think Ryan Reynolds is a charming guy. Uh, And I think that he plays the kind of snarky, but ends up becoming like a good guy because he's got a heart of gold truly deep down he plays that character really well his newest movie that came out on apple plus apple tv plus with will ferrell called spirited it's that same character where he's just a total d-bag and then he ends up becoming a really good guy the movie's not great i don't recommend the movie but again if you're good at playing a character just play that character Mm mm-hmm I am curious for you guys. 
I feel like it's really common for straight men to be like, Ryan Reynolds is the most attractive guy. Like, I want to talk. I want to talk about this because I have a yes. Thank you for okay. asking this. Yeah. So I'm curious. Like I was talking about this with some some of my female friends the other day, and one of them was like, "I just feel like every straight guy says that, but if I ask a straight woman who they're who they think the most attractive like male celebrity is, they don't say they they might name Ryan Reynolds eventually, but that's like not top like number one always. So. But it seems like straight men... It'll typically men, be Ryan Gosling over Ryan Reynolds if it's a I would, woman. Yeah, I would go Gosling over Reynolds, but I think... You wait, so you wouldn't, like, Ben Mendelsohn wouldn't be number one or two or three? <laughs> no, although Ben Mendelsohn, is it, he's a handsome, handsome man. man. He's handsome. He's got some Aussie? pretty eyes. Yeah. Yes. He is... He, no, that's no, 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 no. He's yeah. handsome. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to diss Ben. <laughs> Yeah, Ben is Ben is attractive. He's like he's a, he's like a silver fox in this movie. Like definitely went gray early. Like if he's forty four, whenever uh, or if his character's forty four in this movie, it's like man, you you've definitely had some hard times that have like brought upon the early the early gray. But you know what? Still looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, the thing that I was gonna, I know Walter, I want to kick it to you because you famously, um, have expressed your, you know, same sex attraction on this podcast (laughs) multiple times. So I was going to bring it up myself if you didn't. Yeah. Um, but the, (laughs) yeah, so, but yeah, no, I, I have, I have a, I'm going to take this in a different direction. So Walter, I want you to. Give us your Ryan Reynolds take before I derail the bullet train. Do you know he's in bullet train? No, he's in Ryan Reynolds is in bullet train. He's in bullet train. I didn't know that. I heard it was actually really good and I did not. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Haven't so seen it's it. on Netflix, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I think it is. No. Oh, about that. I feel like. Okay. No, hold on. Let me answer it this is. question first and then I want to discuss something else. Another <laughs> tangent real quick. Great. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, he's a good looking guy, but he's no Miles Teller. And that's that is my only thought on that's that. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> so um, true. That's I, yeah, true. I'm not He's no Michael Shannon, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not um I'm not attracted to men sexually, but I was joking when I was I was no, joking. I know, I know, I was, I know. That was a reference to our most incredible episode ever. Which was uh, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Um, Top Gun Morbius featuring, <laughs> featuring Miles Teller featuring Morbius Miles. Teller I feel like I'm in that Seinfeld episode where they like, they talk about every time like, someone mentions like somebody being gay like one of the characters goes not that there's anything wrong with that that's me right now um, but the other tangent <laughs> I was going to bring up was I feel like uh, like when okay, it's like a bit like a big movie will be out in theaters or whatever, and when it hits streaming, like Netflix isn't getting any of those movies. Have you noticed that lately? Like yes, the all, all the biggers are going to like HBO Max, um, mm-hmm. Paramount, Peacock, Paramount, Peacock, Peacock has gotten several good ones. Yeah, uh, what a, you know what Peacock ne- got Tar. Oh, yeah. you know that Tar is hosting the Oscars. Lydia Tar. Listen, 
It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be incredible. I would, Did you know that I people like really thought that Lydia she was, a real, was a real person? I know, and I love that that Twitter has just acted um, like she is. They just pretend yeah. that she is. Someone, someone goes, "Can you imagine when Lydia Tarr wins Best Actress and the orchestra just tries to play her off during her acceptance speech?" Yeah, Lydia, we need to talk. We need to talk Tar after this. Tar talk. I, I want to talk 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 um we'll talk about tar because we're going to talk about the academy awards in a couple months um but no walter okay your your point about movies kind of missing netflix or like not hitting netflix for a couple months and Mm kind of like netflix uh obviously is like a tech company and they're using an algorithm to see what sticks with the public zeitgeist Mm -hmm. and all that i Objectively, Ryan Reynolds is extremely attractive. Yeah. Um, he's also famously like a pretty savvy businessman and has become so in the last like 10 or 12 years, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I not feel that like he, he doesn't need been... to act. He's too right. busy owning a football club and right. a like uh, cell phone company. Yeah. No, he's mm-hmm. he's. Uh... Sorry, I just heard something crash. Everything's fine. Okay. But no, my point, people, (laughs) critics specifically think that Ryan Reynolds, I don't know how to say this other than like, I've heard people say that like Ryan Reynolds is like the antichrist of like, (laughs) of movie making. Because if you look at everything that he's done in the last year, it's like all been either cash grabs that like were barely in theaters during COVID or like all streamers. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, people are like, well, he's not doing anything to help like the theatrical experience. It's like, that's fair. Um, but it was even earlier than that, like six underground. And then he's kind of like the Like, I think people also really dislike him because of like the Deadpoolification mm. of, of like popular culture and fandom and this sort of like smarmy snide like winking like hey we're not taking anything seriously here this is just like we're just goofing off and and i don't have a problem with deadpool but it's just interesting that like i didn't know that people felt that way about him until free guy and then when free guy came out people were like like, this like people were so over that and they were like this is the worst so anyway i just i just think more than anything i just think that's interesting because mississippi grind is this like he's being authentic he's being real Mm -hmm. he's actually acting and um i don't know i just thought it was really interesting speaking of antichrist have y'all seen uh people talk about how mr beast the youtuber (laughs) people are talking about he might be the antichrist no (laughs) because his name is literally mr beast like like one of the beasts that revelation talks about and then the his most recent video uh that went super viral was he like he paid for like a thousand people blind people to have like this surgery to heal their blindness (laughs) so he's like so he's he's literally doing miracles like curing the blind and like (laughs) I'm sorry. Greg, Greg Locke's just mad he didn't think of it first. That's, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Pastor Greg Locke. Yep. Anyway. Wow. I My only role on this episode is to derail the conversation <sighs> from Mississippi Grind, just so y'all know. 
Last, well, I mean, I kind of wanted to go down the Ryan Reynolds because I kind of had all that stuff. I want to go down that well, rabbit hole uh, for a second. So I so here's the thing about the like Deadpool personification thing that everyone is like railing against. Like, I have no issue with like that Ryan like in that in of in and of itself. Like Ryan Reynolds, that's fine. Whatever. My issue, and this is my issue with like I guess mostly just the character of Deadpool is like people thinking they're just as funny as Deadpool and just as like cool as Deadpool or like whatever. And I'm just like, you're you're not Deadpool. You're not Ryan Reynolds. Relax. You're actually really obnoxious. (laughs) Yeah. So Deadpool is a hero. He served this country (laughs) and they discarded him. Wasn't isn't he actually a vet in Deadpool? Um, I think I he is. Remember, probably. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, true. Tr- so you know <laughs> what? So true. Look, who cares? Go off, sis. Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> let's pivot to him. Um, did y'all guys? Did y'all watch Bloodline? No. no. One of the early, not early, early, but one of the earlier Netflix like viral. Like you got to watch Bloodline. It's on Netflix. Um, oh yeah, because it had Kyle Chandler in it too, yes. didn't it? Okay, yep. and he, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the first time. That was my introduction to Ben Mendelsohn, and I think it's the reason that I watched Mississippi Grind because I was like, I love that guy in um, in Bloodline, but he mm-hmm. plays this brother who is like, he is uh, Jerry to it like times ten. Like he messes everything up. He makes, he turns everyone against him. He turns people against each other. Um, and so his whole family hates him and bloodline is really good. He's great performance I, in there. So, yeah, I am looking through his, I am like his, his filmography. I did not know he was in quickly down under. Have you guys ever seen that? Uh-uh. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. got Tom Selleck and Alan Rickman in it. It is, it's about this sharp sharp shooter. I'm struggling with my words tonight. I'm so sorry. Sharp shooter <laughs> from Wyoming, and he's hired by this Australian rancher, and he like has to go down to Australia, but like it ends up not being what it seems. So it's like this like western that came out in 1990. Anyway, nice. it's pretty good. I really like it. So I I don't know if I like it because it's more nostalgic or if it, I actually think it's a good movie. So, I think the first movie I actually like realized. Movie. I mean, it's Australia, hmm. so there's a lot of flying in that. I think the first thing I actually saw him in that I was like, "Oh, that's who that guy is." Is Rogue One? Yeah, yeah, he's in Rogue One. I forgot yeah. about that. Who did he? Who did he play in Rogue One? He played the bad guy. He's he like an. He's, he's like an Cran- officer. Yeah, he's like one of the officers. He and again, okay. I have two things like that's a first that reminded me of something. Okay, in Rogue One, I feel like he needs to be playing a scumbag like mm-hmm. smuggler. I was like, why is he playing an officer? Because I've just seen him in Bloodline and uh, oh. Mississippi Grind. And I was like, why is he playing this guy when he should be? He could be like a kind of bad version of Han Solo, but like just as charming, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, so I was like, why is he playing this Imperial officer? The second thing miscasting, but director wise, 
I think that Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden should have directed a different Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. Can you guess which one? I'm thinking. The one that's already come out? Yeah. Like 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 imagine what the MCU would be like if they had directed this Marvel movie that I'm thinking of with the style of Mississippi grind and then you add in all the Marvel stuff. I don't know. I I think they they would be they would have been better for Ant-Man. And if like Ooh. like like hey we just did this movie called Mississippi Grind and blah 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 like Paul Rudd you like are kind of a scumbag and like not scum like but you break into people's houses and you're smart and resourceful but like mm-hmm. obviously there's something going on underneath the surface it could have been really interesting I I also feel like they could have done maybe a better storyline for Winter Soldier Yep Not not the movie but like the show does that yes. make sense? Yes. Because they've 100%. also done, they've also done a couple of shows. I'm trying to think what they are. I need to go back to their IMDb. That I think were fairly successful. So like, there was one Mrs. America who I know everyone who watched that they did four episodes. They directed four episodes of that. Everyone that I know who watched it actually really enjoyed it. They directed episodes for The Affair and Billions. Mm-hmm. Um for yeah i um, forgot that they've been doing a little bit more tv than movies post captain captain marvel and so i i would just be curious like how they would have done that and yeah Yeah. the big c so yeah i'm just i don't know again i don't i like captain marvel i don't hate it like everyone else does um because i don't hate women like men do so (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why (laughs) that's why here's the deal i understand if you have like legitimate concerns with it and you don't like it for like actual reasons but a lot of people hate it just to hate it a lot of men hate it just to hate it because yeah yeah. so so that's my issue with it also that's why my i have an issue with people talking about like the new Star Wars trilogy because a lot of people hated like Ray and um, I can't remember what her character's name is but Kelly Marie Tran who plays in yeah, the second Rose mm-hmm. Rose they they just were like awful to them and I don't understand why if we're gonna be if we're gonna bully anyone from the new trilogy it's gonna be JJ Abrams yep. it's his fault hey you know so, what pro what? bullying on this podcast as long as it's jj abrams in star wars <laughs> as as context as, yeah wait yeah. <laughs> who directed jj abrams did last jedi no he no. did um yeah first and third first and third okay yeah 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 ryan yep, no, it, it's johnson. his fault for sure ryan johnson did last jedi yeah because last jedi was good right in my yep. opinion right and then J.J. Abrams is like, I'm going to undo everything. Yeah. Somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> okay. Very uh, cool, man. Very cool. Love Star Wars. <laughs> Andor re- reignited my love for Star Wars. Andor was really good. Yeah. I feel I, Andor does, season two pod. Oh, yeah, let's I'll be do down. It. I think it's coming Does later this year. Ben Mendelsohn's character year. die 
in Rogue One. He does, doesn't he? Whose character? Ben Mendelsohn's character. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, he dies on the beach or something. He could, wait, no, that's, I'm a silly goose. He could still oh, no, come he, back to Andor. Yeah, 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 he could, he could come, still yeah, be exactly. Ben Mendelsohn for the win! What if his character, he like, now he's reverted to like a Jerry type character from Mississippi Grind. <laughs> he's just like he looking. Just, <laughs> he has incredible eye acting in Mississippi he Grind. He like, he does. At, the, at the scene where he's looking over at Vanessa or whatever her name is, um, Simone's friend, mm-hmm. he, he he's like kind of like oh she's pretty but like he's like kind of looking down i was like mm-hmm. man like that's really good it was, yeah great <laughs> to, to bring it back to mississippi grind um very it's the type of acting that's like it's never gonna be on like it's never gonna be clipped and put on like facebook from one of those like facebook companies that like posts like like movie clips and whatnot you know um because it's not like in your face outrageous like acting um mm-hmm. i've used there is I, I don't know if it was a video essay or something or if it's just a tweet even but like somebody said like whenever whenever especially dudes are like oh dude like this the acting in this scene and it's always just a man yelling really yelling. loudly because he's angry yeah yes and it's like yeah. like i'm not saying that like that's inherently bad acting but like the best acting is the, the acting you don't notice kind of like That's like so Ben Mendelsohn in Mississippi Great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where yeah. you're like like you fully believe everything that this character is doing yep mm-hmm. um, and yeah and that's a testament to like both them I think that I think that they wrote it too if oh, I'm not okay. mistaken yes. yeah um, they did yeah they okay. did um, yeah but it's just a testament to them is like it's a perfect setup like if you have good performances a good script if you have good locations like. I think it would have been, I didn't, I meant to look this up, but I would have loved to learn that like they literally started in Iowa and then shot the movie and finished in, production like, actual in order. New Orleans. I, that that would have been really cool. They probably didn't do that, but it just goes to show like all you have to do in this movie is like make, make you sympathize with them. And then, and then you just, you want to know like, are they going to win all this? Are they going to make it big? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up being like, it it does matter whether or not they make it big and they do spoilers but it's more like are they gonna be okay after mm-hmm. <laughs> they do make it yeah. big how i am curious how do you guys feel about the ending of this movie real quick before we answer that the it's writers of this movie are, are actually anna Bowden and ryan fleck are the writers they're also the directors yes but yes. wait sorry did we say earlier that ben Mendelsohn and ryan reynolds wrote it no, sorry. I, sorry. When I said I them, I meant, I meant the directors. I misunderstood. Yeah. No, that was, cool. I probably was opaque there. It's all yeah, good, you brother. were a little, a little too opaque. Just yeah. a little bit. Yep. Anyway. My bad. Olivia, ask your question again. I'm sorry. How did you guys feel about the end of this movie? Like how, how it just played out there at the end? How did you feel, Walter? Perfect ending, in my opinion. Hmm. Like I... I haven't said too much on this episode as a whole because I don't have strong feelings about this movie really like positive or negative. Like I thought it was fine. Um, but the, and you've also had a bad day, but we (laughs) still love you. Thank you. Um, by bad day, my computer doesn't work a little bit. And that, (laughs) and that happened, that happened like 10 minutes before we started recording this podcast. So the rest of my day was actually pretty good. Um, that just put me in a bad mood right before we started this. Um, 
but uh oh gosh what was i saying yeah the ending tied it together for me um i think if like if one of them had died or like uh they didn't make it big and they're like they're left even more destitute at the end of the movie i would have been like you know what i actually did not like this movie as a whole yeah but a good a, a good ending can and this is not this is not just a me thing like i know a lot of people uh, feel this way too like you can be kind of if you've thought the whole movie but then if, if it wraps up really well like mm-hmm. you, you'll walk away like having a, a positive view of it so um no mm-hmm. i thought it was perfect like uh him going jerry going full circle and and <laughs> telling ryan reynolds hey machu picchu i'm out and he takes but he takes only his half you know he doesn't mm-hmm. like try to scam anybody out of anything um mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just gets back. The last, the last shot I think was was perfect. Uh, him sitting in his car playing that audiobook, like mm-hmm. you know, and he's like sitting up straight, you know, like that's I don't know, it was perfect. But also in the reflection of the windshield is what the American flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about America. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk it's about, about America, that too, baby. Yep, yep. America can be described in three words: a full comes from What? That was a uh, that was a Joe Biden moment oh. from a couple mo- mo- months ago. <laughs> the other the the, the, the Joe Biden now. the Joe Biden um, moment that I quote with my friend Aaron uh, or my friend coworker Aaron shout out Aaron um, is is a uh, this this grant will will provide. Three hundred billion million tr- trillion gazillion dollars. <laughs> like, he like he jumps around different uh, amounts. I love that's that. The one, that's the one that we um, that we quote the most. The ending of this movie is kind of like I don't know. I like I really like movies. That the movies. Th- no I like way. The, the movies. <laughs> I really like movies that are just. The point of the movie just being people are just people and people yeah. are just going to like kind of do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they kind of, and, and some directors put it, frame it in such a way that it's like, and it really messes them up. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not good for them. And you know, it's not good for Curtis and Jerry mm-hmm. and you know that they're going to get into trouble down the road, but it's not like a dark ending. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of no. like, you know what? Life just rolls along. Like sometimes you hit it big with $500,000 and I don't know. Like I, I just, I like that sort of like, you just never know what life is going to look like. And then, and because of that, you never know how people are going to really act, especially if they have like some kind of, I mean, especially if you're like have a gambling addiction. In the case yeah. of this movie. Yeah. So. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to know when to walk, when to away, walk away and know when to when run. To run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's Love a it. great I, song. You know, kind of surprised it wasn't on the soundtrack. Yeah. Good so, point. Yeah. But to, to your point, Isaac, I agree with you about enjoying movies that are just they feel genuine Mm -hmm. you know like you could walk into any casino and find these guys Mm -hmm. you know like you really could um and man i don't know casinos 
are overstimulating to me. I don't understand how people spend hours there, mm-hmm. but but they do, and I don't know. I like you couldn't help but like like you knew that this was bad. You knew that they they needed to to give this up and stop doing this and all of that. But you also couldn't help but root for them. Like yeah. you you wanted you wanted to see them win, mm-hmm. win it big. And you wanted to see them I wanted to see them get get it together just a little bit. Tighten up mm-hmm. just a little bit. And and I think that's I, I think that we all have people in our life that's just like, man, if you can just get it together like five percent. Five percent more. You you would be unstoppable. You'd be doing so many things. And that's kind of what I was feeling when I was watching this movie of just like, man, if if these two characters could just get it together, even just five percent, what what could they do? Like they mm-hmm. could do so many like good things in their lives and, and their lives wouldn't be quite as destructive as it is or has been. It wouldn't be full of so much heartache and and disappointment which we all relate to right like that's that's the beauty of movies for us right is that there's stories that we can all relate to even if it has nothing to do with us right like i have been to a casino like three times in my life which is crazy as someone who's from oklahoma like there's casinos everywhere here. They, but they go to Tunica in this movie. They go to Tunica, which I was like, like Tunica. We we know so many people who went to Tunica in college. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was the closest casino in Central Arkansas for, or to Central Arkansas, and yeah, and so all that to say, like I don't know, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, Tunica distracted me. Tunica. I'm sorry. I've distracted you so much on this episode <laughs> already. Well, I mean, what's Isaac now? is a menace tonight. I'm a menace yeah. to society. Relax, Dennis. Dennis the men. <laughs> they call me Dennis because I'm a menace on this podcast. I mean, I it's insane how it's insane how little flow you had on that just now. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to read my notes. Oh. oh, did you did y'all catch that Mississippi grind is the the, the horse. Uh, horse, horse that runs them into the ground? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would y'all do if you what would what, what would you wake up and do the next day if you won five hundred thousand um, dollars? Oh man! Would you go deposit it immediately? I'm gonna be super boring and say that like I would be finding the best way to invest it. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, the I most would, dry answer. You wouldn't but. even, but I mean, like you have no. I'm talking about like you have the cash in the safe, and they're like, you know what? Here's the penthouse. Stay the night. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Next day, all the cash is in the safe. What are you doing with it? I like, would immediately deposit it. Having, yeah. I hate having more Makes than like so forty nervous. bucks on me. <laughs> like having, having anything more, like sixty bucks, like fifty, sixty bucks is so much money to have on me, yep. and I, I can't handle it. It stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Like for Christmas, I got a hundred bucks for my parents, and like even transporting it from my parents' house to my apartment, which was. Mm-hmm. 
a whole five minutes down the road, like on one street. I don't even have to really turn yeah. except to get out of my parents' neighborhood and into my apartment complex. I I was just like, I have got to get this like off of my person. It's stressful. Yeah, I it's don't like stressful. having cash either. Uh, so, actually, we actually actually shouldn't. I was going to say something, but just in case people who have thought about robbing one or all of us, I'm not going to mention the uh, big budget change that we've made in our family recently. But yeah, no, it makes me really nervous. I was like, man, he's got all that cash in his suitcase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much could Uh, go wrong. It just makes me want to throw up. Like, yeah, I'd immediately deposit it. Immediately. Like, I'd like to open a bank account. And you're not going to believe how much I want to deposit. <laughs> All right, sir. How much would you like to deposit? I just Can want you to know. this, actually? I did not <laughs> steal this. I yeah. won this. Did not that steal was, it. That was, I did not and rob that was a different what, bank. That's kind of what Jerry said when he bought that car in cash. And, like, the guy gave him he's a like, look. I, and he, he goes, yeah, he's, he's like, I got, I got lucky. lucky. Yeah. 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 He bought his own car back. That kind of, like, that whole thing... With him getting his exact car back gives you hope that he's going to be better. But yeah, then at the end, you're like, well, I don't know. Because he's listening to the poker thing mm-hmm. again. And yeah. so, yeah, and I, I love that it's the ending is just ambiguous of like, who know who knows really what what will happen next to the, like, obviously, it, we there's not going to be a next thing for them. Like the script ended credits rolled that's it but as i'm like thinking through like what is like realistically if these were real people what would happen next for them um i would hope that he would get it together a little bit send some money to his kid and be a better dad but because because he's listening to that 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 cd or that tape again it's like, uh, how fast is he going to blow this money? Yep. Yep. Um, and it, it's interesting as a uh, new father to a daughter, I didn't really catch on to any, like I do, you do get the sense that there's a regret, <coughs> but you sense more like desperation than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we've stated and th- and there is a sadness whenever he's in Little Rock at their home. Yeah, and he and even like, but but again, it's just more pathetic because he's like, well, where's where's Wendy? And they're like, she's like at school <laughs> because yeah. it's Wednesday. <laughs> and yeah. um, and you're like, okay, man, like you need to be thinking about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, I didn't really catch any like, man, I just need to be a better dad. And like honestly, like that's it's good to avoid that. Because that's that's like that can be like a narrative crutch that makes the story less interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, I just there was a a little bit of a strange lack of like, I got this baby girl and or not baby girl like seven year old. Um, that would to me that would be everything. That would I would wake up and just be like, I messed up my life so badly that like my my daughter is like I don't get to see her every day, mm-hmm. and that would be like incredibly depressing for me yeah yeah i i had the same thought too because morgan and i've been watching a lot of 16 and pregnant (laughs) 
If you want to see some bad dads, bro, check out MTV's hit classic, 16 and Pregnant. Nothing. Your your pastor was like, here's what not to do. (laughs) Go watch 16 and Pregnant. Nothing could have prepared me for for that. Dude. <laughs> Have y'all ever seen this show? Like, yes! actually watched a whole episode of this? Yes. No. Dude, it is phenomenal. Like, it is my ideal TV. And I don't know what that says about me as a person, but I'm completely owning it. Uh, I respect that. Yeah. I think one, it is because, like, I watch these, like, 16 year old boys, like, and they're told they're about to become a dad. And absolutely nothing changes about them, you know. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm better than that at least, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> makes me feel really good about myself. And Do then, any of them pull it together? There was one episode where the two, so like the 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 boy and the girl, they're I think they're like 15 and 16, and they are like actually very with it, and they're like, we mm-hmm. are not, because most of the girls. Most of the pregnant girls are like, I can't wait to become a mom. And the guy and then the guy's like, I just want to go hunting with my friends. <laughs> and then like, and you're like, cool, where do you go from here? So this one mm-hmm. episode. Also, where do you go hunting? Yeah, yeah. You live in you live in South Dakota, dude. Uh like where's the, your plot of land? I'm actually <laughs> looking for I'm, I, I'm just curious because I also want to go hunting. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Asking for a friend. There's one episode with a couple they are like we are not able to we're not for many reasons not able to take like give this baby a good life and they give and they and both their parents are like you better keep this child all that baby needs is love it's going to be fine and the kids are like no the, the baby needs more than just love and <laughs> mm-hmm. they give they give their baby up for adoption and it's like it's heartbreaking cuz like they're yeah. in the hospital to give birth the couple that they give the baby to is like this all american like that the, the husband is a financial planner the mom is a teacher at a private christian school like just the perfect like couple and um and you're like and you're like wow i can't believe that, that looks like it was the hardest thing to do and so at the end of every episode morgan and we always look up to see like like where they are now because these episodes are like in 2010 right so it's been like yeah. 13 years we'll see what they're doing now and most of them are like yeah one or both of them has been arrested multiple times for all kinds of stuff <laughs> oh, and they have gosh. they've had yeah. multiple kids since then with other people and there's yeah. like assault charges and all this but this couple the gate that gave the kid up for adoption are still married to this day They've had two Aww. or three other kids of their own, and they, and they had an open adoption for their first child, so they regularly go and visit their first child. And like, Aww. and they ended up being a lot. So some of the girls uh, who were on 16 and Pregnant got cast onto Teen Mom to keep to mm-hmm. follow their stories further. And so this couple, they're still on, uh, I, I believe, the original Teen Mom. And uh, and they're just, they're killing it. They're doing great. And I was mm-hmm. like, but it's like, that is for sure. The only time I've seen that happen in this show so far, like yeah. I'm telling you, ever the most recent one was t- oh my gosh, dude! Yo, stop, stop me! It's uh, stop talking about Teen Mom on this. All right, let's, yeah, let's go back to this. All right, all right, all right, yeah, right. No, it's but so sad. interesting. Yeah, it's we so need to talk sad. about re- reality shows sometime. I would love to do an episode on like our favorite rea- like trashy reality shows. Oh my gosh, can we please honestly do that? very flyover? I hadn't thought about that. that. Would, it can would be a blind spot for me. Every episode of Sixteen and Pregnant is flyover. I have blind spots, guys. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'd love to talk about that. I'm Let's right. Do I'm, it. I'm literally making a note about it because <laughs> I actually want it. us to do this. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll come. I'll come in. It'll be a great time. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, y'all. 
I really could talk about 16 and Pregnant for hours, but we have to finish this episode. If okay, never mind. I will talk about it later. Um, okay, Mississippi Grind. I'm. I think we've run the gamut on it. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. The, this movie opens like this is the most southern thing, like a field, a tractor, a silo, and then a rainbow appears. And then they talk mm-hmm. about the rainbow at the bar that night. And it's just were, like it's it's just a really nice movie. There is the motif of the rainbow throughout the entire movie, yep. which yeah. I really like. Rainbow, rainbow Road. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, they're talking about Mario Kart right now. Like what? It's a very <sighs> like good rainbow script. road. Uh, the write the writing was fantastic. Um, the acting was fantastic. I love that it was like I haven't seen a whole lot of movies that are more just like character studies. You know what I mean? Like like this is definitely a very character driven movie mm-hmm. that is like it's kind of like where they are and, and like the exact actions they're doing don't really matter as much as just who they are as people and how they respond to their environments and what other people do around them. Um, yep. So I, I like that part of it. It just still didn't do a whole ton for me. Again, I, I don't have strong feelings about this movie one way or the other. I'd mm-hmm. probably rank it six, six and a half out of ten. So, yeah, I think that's what it has on IMDb too. Like that's what the mm-hmm. this the rating is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good movie. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, heaven yep. yeah, brother. Heaven yeah, I'm gonna go steal a bike. <laughs> I'm gonna the, go steal yeah, a the, bike. The, the, that, that's <laughs> one of my favorite. I've never forgotten that line. I love that line delivery from Ryan Reynolds. It's great. Nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go steal a bike, <laughs> and then uh, Jerry gets stabbed by the meth head right after that. <laughs> and when he's he's like, we can go down. There's a twenty five thousand dollar buy in. We can go down there, down the Mississippi like Huck. Finn. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Great line. Yep. Yep. Cool. Great time, guys. Great yeah. times. Um, y'all ready for Cocaine Bear? No. Heaven, yeah, brother. Walter, you are so I cannot pin you down because, like, I, uh, I yeah. feel like. F- for like five months after we became friends, I was like, man, this guy's awesome. Like we like, <laughs> like a lot of the same things, not everything. But then I'm like, yeah, Walter liked, five months. but then I'm like, yeah, Walter <laughs> liked Moonfall. He'll <laughs> definitely like cocaine bear. No, the difference is Coke again. I've exp- I think I explained this in our top 10 episode a few weeks ago. Cocaine bear. Okay. No, no, no. Moonfall. They were trying, they were trying, they were trying to make, like a a good movie, Cocaine Bear is like a cash grab well, no, at no, like no, no, the no, random stop, hot topic stop, stop. style of you humor where it's like Moonfall. Ooh. They were trying to make a good movie. You you oh, can tell boy. they were trying to make a good movie, which is why it was so insanely funny because of how bad it ended up being. And that's why I love that movie. They were trying to make a good movie. Why are you Roland, struggling with Roland this? Emmerich was <laughs> trying to make a good movie. Like yeah. late stage in his career, Roland Emmerich. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, no. Yep. He was trying to, he was trying to, um, you need to just go Google Roland Emmerich. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it on I one of know, our podcast episodes. I know episodes. about Roland Emmerich. You do? Anyway, Cocaine Bear, I just think is going to be really stupid and it's not going to live up to the hype because they're trying to make a movie that's so bad it's good. 
And whenever someone tries to do that, it's just bad. It's just bad. Like the whole it's I see it as the whole like um what was that tornado shark, whatever that movie was? Sharknado. Sharknado. There we go. It's not that it's just, hard. It's, whatever. <laughs> we were almost there. <laughs> so close. <laughs> it's just dumb. It doesn't. It, I, I, it's not my type of humor. Like I don't think that's funny. People are gonna. Cocaine bear is gonna be massive. Cool. It's gonna be massive. It's gonna be good for our podcast. It's gonna be a one for them. That one is for true. Us. We will probably so. will get a lot of listens on that. And the whole reason I'm doing this podcast is to get a lot of listens. Yeah, that's really the whole point. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Wait, um, so Isaac, you don't like any of this dude's filmography? The director of Moonfall. Roland Emmerich. I, yeah. No. Do you, do you all actually know about Roland Emmerich and like no. not as a, not a as a person. Person. Just go just go read about like some of the, him and Kevin Spacey and oh, all this yeah. stuff. Oh, you brought up Kevin this Spacey. This is what I'm talking about. And so like, and you once you know things, the genie's out of the bottle, and you're like, okay. And then you hear your podcast producer and friend talk about M- Moonfall, the terrible movie that he made for 30 minutes on what was supposed to be a really good year end of year podcast episode and <laughs> i'm just kidding no. you did not bring up any of this when i was talking about moonfall though no i know i no no i and here's the thing that's the other thing i was i was joking but like no no, no he because he did independence day independence day is a classic I, that's all, i thought it was yeah yeah, um, I think you were just you didn't bring up anything about him as a person then because I think you were just seeing red from how mad you were that I put <laughs> Moonfall. In my no, I was seeing red because I was like, all I wanted to know was whether whether or not the moon was real, and you kept saying, <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, so wait just wait a second, all in good time. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Man. No, it's a great movie, and everybody should watch it. And also, I guess you can watch Mississippi Grind too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, Mississippi Grind is definitely <laughs> a, a real, actually good movie. Um, it's a movie. It's a real movie. It's Are a we real ever going to that bear bear I hope is, not. Wait, I hope what? We, I hope we I, never stop that bit. The, the movie? The, 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 the Harry movie. Styles movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That I'm, and Heaven I'm Yeah, to, brother. That, heaven, yeah. yeah, heaven no, that yeah one's like fits in with our with our overall theme and all it that. Does. So yeah, yeah. I like how we're talking yeah, about cocaine this bears. Still. Cocaine bears next, and then Academy Awards. So cool. It'll be fun. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Walter, thanks for editing this podcast. Even though your computer uh, is going to lock you I'll out. Say, yeah, right we'll after, see. Um, we'll see if I can edit right after it. we finish recording. <laughs> This might be an episode that's just for us. <laughs> yeah. Send it to friends and family in a Dropbox yeah. link. So, <laughs> um, Our art is by Macy Lummis. Our theme song is by Cord and Jocks. Go check them out. They're Little Rock Ooh. artists. Next Cord episode. Jocks is about to release new music, too. He mm-hmm. is. Also, this episode's coming out dope. on Valentine's Day. Happy <gasps> Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy. Happy Valentine's Day. Definitely not. Man, we need to think this about not, that next this time. Is not, this Didn't. is not a Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll, no, we'll think that sorry. through next time. Actually, next year, Valentine's Day isn't going to fall on a Tuesday. So, But we don't have to keep it on Tuesday. We could keep it. We can move it to Wednesdays. Bro, we can, we can do, do whatever it. we it's, want. It's our podcast. We, we can do whatever podcast. we want. Yeah, we can we can do whatever we want. We can say whatever the hell <laughs> whatever we the want. Hell. <laughs>
So do any of these? <laughs> what if I, I had said it and Olivia just like <laughs> Olivia does not know the sketch from I think no. you should leave. That would have really I, caught I her off I could have guard. said it and you could have just like bleeped it out. <laughs> At this point, it, I'm just not going to watch it because Olivia, I don't want to be included in this. You have to. You have to watch it. Olivia, yes. if, I can, if I can come up to Mustang in the summertime to see some of these incredible movies, um, we'll watch. I think you should leave. Okay. Specific sketches that we quote just so that you yeah. can be in the loop. Yep. I love inside jokes. I'd love to be part of one one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I've said that on in yeah. response to this yeah. before. That is a good anyway. one. Anyway, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm gonna go steal a bike. See you later. <laughs>